having peace of mind with your money does not have to be hard. You just need the right mindset, tools, and system in place to help you get there. Welcome to Wise Up With Your Money. My name's Becky. I'm a financial coach and owner of FamilyWise Financial Coach, where I am dedicated to help your family stop worrying about money so you can start focusing on the things you love. And in each episode, I'll dive into money mindset topics and tools you need to push you forward in achieving your money goals. This is Wise Up With Your Money. Okay, listen up, guys. It doesn't matter if you are just starting out with a budget or if you've been budgeting for years. You need to listen in today and find out what not to do in your budget as I have learned the hard way. And as I do in every episode, I'll give you actions you should be taking to level up your budget so you can achieve your goals even faster. All right, welcome back, guys, to Wise Up With Your Money. I'm Coach Becky, and as the title suggests, I'm diving into my top five budgeting mistakes that you don't want to make. And trust me, I know all of them because I've done all of them, which stopped me from achieving my goals even faster, okay? I mean, if you know a little bit about me, then you know I wasn't always a financial coach, right? I mean, back in the day, I didn't know anything about personal finance. I mean, I didn't know any of it coming out of college. And, you know, when I was newly married, I didn't know how to create a budget. I didn't know how to communicate with my spouse. But throughout the years, I've learned what works and I have definitely learned what does not work. Okay. I mean, I can tell you our first budget was absolutely terrible. We had no clue how much we were actually spending on groceries. And, you know, in our first month, we ended up being way over budget for groceries. And then on top of that grocery mishap, we destroyed our entertainment budget in the second day of our budget because our friends invited us to a casino and we thought, why not? Right. I mean, we budgeted for entertainment. Okay, let's let's go. Let's try this. And guess what? We spent all of our entertainment money in that one shot. So like that was our date nights. That was you know, going out to eat. That was our entertainment money gone in day two of our budget. So let me tell you, even though our first month budget said we would have a little extra money at the end of the month to put towards our debt that we were trying to pay off. Let me tell you, that first month, we ended up having a big old zero, like a big offer for extra money to put towards our goal because we severely screwed up. And we had a lot of other whoopsie moments and we still have them at times because you know what? We are human. Yes, I'm a financial coach, but we are human. We have lives and we are not perfect, okay? But long story short, in the 10 years now that I have been budgeting, I can tell you that we paid off our debt of $130,000. We saved up to a fully funded emergency fund. We saved a generous amount for our down payment on a house that we live in right now. 
and we are working towards paying off our house early. So I've learned a thing or two on what works and what does not. So throughout these 10 years of you know my personal experience in budgeting for my family, as well as now I'm helping other families budget their money and help them reroute their money journey with better money habits, now I've made a list of my top five biggest budgeting mistakes that I've made and ones I've seen others make that I don't want you to make, okay? So let's just dive into it right now. Okay, so mistake number one that I've done and I've seen people do is having your money spread across multiple checking accounts. So if you have several different checking accounts that you are trying to manage where, you know, there's some bills coming out of one checking account and some bills coming out of another, and then you split your paycheck up. So, so some of it goes to, into the bills checking account and the rest go into a different checking account for savings, then if that's all happening, I'm going to guess that you are struggling to understand if you have extra money to put toward your goals, where you think, mm, I think I have extra money, but you just don't know for sure, right? Because it's hard to see where all of your money is going. Trust me, like I understand that you know, maybe you have had some bills linked to a specific account early on in life, like your cell phone bill and your car insurance, because maybe you were you know, 18, 16, whatever, you took on those bills in a specific checking account that you had. But as life went on, you may have opened up another checking account and maybe moved to a different apartment and added the new bills to the second checking account. You know, life happens. I get it. And instead of transferring the bills to all one checking account, it was just easier to leave the bills where they were linked in the two separate checking accounts, right? But gosh, when you do this, you are going to get confused. And trust me when I say this, because we were doing this exact same thing for a while, but I've learned that the easiest way to see your money clearly and not guess if you have extra money is to have everything coming into one account and everything leaving from that same account. So you really want to have a central checking account. And when you do this, it's so much less effort and less stress to think about where everything is going because, you know, you do this, right? Like you you try really hard to think, oh, OK, I've got this bill coming out of this. I've got this bill coming out of this checking account. And it's it's stressful and you take a lot of effort and time to really think about, you know, are these things coming out on time? And do I have extra money? So take all of that away by having one central checking account. So to do this, make sure you have a primary checking account where your paychecks go into, all of your bills are auto paid from that checking account, all of your daily expenses will leave from that account, all of the extra money you are putting towards your goal or in saving goals are coming from that account, and yes, your money will get transferred to other savings accounts and maybe even other checking accounts if you have your daily spending coming out of a separate checking. But I'm telling you to have a central account where it all flows into and then it all flows out of one account. 
Because by having one account, it takes the guesswork out and makes it easy. You'll know how much money you have at any given time just by doing a quick check of your checking account. So take the time to merge your bills and put your paychecks into one central checking account so that you can have clarity on how much money you actually have and just eliminate that confusion. Okay, so moving on to mistake number two, which is using your card to pay for every little thing. That is mistake number two. So when I say this, I'm talking about all those daily expenses like your Starbucks trips or the grocery run where you needed milk and apples, like that's it, or all of your Target runs where you go to Target and you shop for the random things and eating out and a week's worth of groceries. So all of these daily expenses, all these things. Now, if you are using your debit card to pay for all of these transactions, then your checking account is going to be an absolute mess. It's going to be so cluttered with $2 transactions and $7 transactions and maybe a $150 transaction for your groceries and, and so on that you won't be able to see when your scheduled monthly bills come out. Like I've had clients tell me in the beginning that they were paying bills late because they had no idea if their bills came out on time because it was just getting lost in all of the other transactions. Their money was so stressful to them because of like they tried to see it all in their checking, but it was just chaotic. So my advice to you is to declutter your checking account by using cash for your daily expenses. And if you don't like the idea of using cash for all of your daily expenses right away, that's okay. Just pick one category that you have a lot of transactions for. So are you a coffee drinker? Do you go to Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks a lot? Or do you eat out a lot? Just pick one category to pull cash out for and use cash for those specific expenses over the course of the next month and watch how nice your checking account cleans up. So don't make the mistake of cluttering up your checking account with using your debit card for every little thing. Use cash for daily expenses so you can see your money clearly without the chaos of transactions, okay? So that was mistake number two. Now, the next big mistake I've made and I don't want you to make is putting all of your savings in one general savings account. Now, this is a very common mistake that I didn't know I was doing, and you may not even see it as a mistake, but let me explain. So generally, when you sign up for a bank, they usually assign you like one general savings account and one checking account. So it makes sense that when you save money for, let's say, your emergency fund and your vacation coming up and your Christmas gifts, that all of that money is just getting saved in one general savings account, right? Because that's what the bank gave you. Well, this is a big mistake because there will be confusion at some point on how much you have saved for those different categories in that one account. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have $5,000 for your emergency fund, your vacation, and Christmas gifts all in one savings account. 
And you tell yourself maybe like Christmas, uh, you allocate $500 for Christmas and the rest is split up for your emergency fund and vacation. But it's not clear at all because it's in one account for all of these categories. So maybe your spouse comes in and sees $5,000 in your savings account and for a lovely Christmas present, he books you a weekend trip to the spa for your Christmas present. But when he does this, he blows through your Christmas budget and eats into your emergency fund and vacation savings, right? So your poor spouse was trying to be nice, but spent way too much, and now you are scrambling to save back up for things. And sadly, this is not an uncommon situation. I mean, you might be thinking right now, well, that won't happen to us because we have it all allocated in an Excel spreadsheet. But guys, it happens. Trust me because I see it and I've done it. (laughs) So take the confusion away of having just one savings account and make your savings more clear by creating separate savings accounts for each category. So, you know, if you are saving for an emergency fund and vacation and Christmas gifts, like going back to that example, then create three separate savings accounts and start saving for each of these categories separately. And by having them in separate savings accounts, you can label each account so you know exactly what each savings is for. You'll know exactly how much is saved for each of these accounts. So, you know, for example, you'll know if you hit your goal or not of having $1,000 in your emergency fund because it's clear. And the third benefit of having them in separate savings accounts is if you are married, your spouse will know how much they are allowed to spend even if they are not as involved with budgeting like you are. So create separate savings accounts for each of the goals you are saving for so that you have clarity on what you are saving for and how much you have saved. Okay, so let's move on to mistake number four. This is not budgeting consistently. So I know how busy life can get. Trust me, like I am married with a four-year-old and an 18-month-old. I'm a stay-at-home mom and I run a business. Like I know what busy is, okay? So I know what, what it's like when life gets in the way where I have forgotten to update the budget or plan ahead as much as I'd want to, I am human just like you. But I can tell you from experience that when you forget to budget here and there, or you don't plan ahead as well, then the extra money you want to save towards your goals is more likely to get spent on other things besides your goals. See, when we lose the ability to be intentional with our money and we start getting reactive and paying our bills that are just coming up instead of proactively budgeting and planning ahead, then what happens is the amount of extra money you were able to save each month towards your goals gets lower. So less budgeting consistently equals less extra money to put towards your goal, okay? Just think about it that way. 
I mean, this happened to us when each of our kids were born and we entered survival mode. I mean, if you have ever had a newborn, you know what it's like, right? And it happens twice to us. Like we had two kids, so we went into survival mode twice. But during that time with a newborn, we barely found extra money to put towards our goals because we were tired. We were one-click shopping on Amazon and buying it. We got more groceries than we needed because we didn't have a list. I mean, the fact is we stopped being intentional with our money when we entered survival mode with a newborn. We stopped budgeting consistently and we ended up spending our extra money on other stuff. So here's your action. Make sure you stay proactive with your money and budget consistently by making time in your week to update your budget, by making time in your week to verify that bills are going out when they should be, by making time in your week to add upcoming expenses if you need to as you plan ahead. You have to put budgeting on your calendar to stay consistent and make sure you treat that like a doctor's appointment that you won't cancel. Otherwise, if you don't make the time to budget, it's just going to fall off of your radar and slow down your progress on your money goals, which is something we do not want for you, okay? So make sure you budget consistently by scheduling time to do it every week. All right, so the last budgeting mistake that I've made that I don't want you to make is number five, not having your goal in your budget. So when Kyle and I started budgeting, we were using Dave Ramsey's budgeting template and there was no goal area on it. And when I Google it, there are many budgeting templates out there that don't have a goal line on there. But think about it. You aren't just budgeting for fun, right? Like I I don't I love budgeting. I'm a financial coach. I like helping other people budget, but we're not just budgeting for fun here. You are budgeting with a purpose to make progress with your money and to put your money towards your money goals. So you need a spot on your budget for your goal. Because if you have your goal listed out on your budget, Wouldn't you feel more motivated to put money towards it so it's not left blank on your budget? So make sure you stop making this mistake. Create a spot on your budget and write out your goal because that one line can give you the motivation you need to find extra money. And trust me, it's going to feel so good when you fill that line in because you know you are putting money towards your goal. So let's just use an example so you know what I mean. So let's say your goal is to pay off your Capital One credit card. Awesome. Create a spot in your budget, color code it in your favorite color to draw attention to it if you want. Just make it pop so that you can see it. And write out on that line, say, pay off credit card. Then whatever money you can find in your budget that isn't going towards another expense add it in to your goal line. Because if you put that like pay off your credit card goal on your budget, you are more likely 
going to try to find extra money to put towards your goal because you don't want to leave it blank, right? So it challenges you to find extra money. And having your goal on your budget may even challenge you to circle back through your budget and cut back on more expenses so that you can put even more extra money towards your goal. Okay, so do yourself a favor. Add your goal to your budget so that it forces you to put money towards your goal every month so that you can achieve your goal even faster. All right, so those are my top five budgeting mistakes that I have made that I've seen my clients make and ones that I don't want to see you make. So make sure you wise up with your money by taking action on each of these things so that you can find as much extra money as you can to put towards your money goals so that ultimately you can achieve your money goals fast and build a better future for you and your family. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you loved this episode and you want to hear more, then be sure to subscribe so that we can hang out again on a regular basis. That sounds nice, right? And if you want to accomplish your money goals even faster using one-on-one coaching with me, then make sure you schedule a free call with me at familywisefinancialcoach.com. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys soon.